What's up, friends? It's Haley Hines, a.k.a. Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. What's up, friends? Welcome to Give Them the Bird. My name is Haley, aka Bird, and I'm so pumped to have you here. Today's episode is the highly anticipated menstrual cup chat. If you have been following the pod for a bit now, you likely know that I recently made the switch from tampons to a menstrual cup. I've been pretty open about my experience, and after hearing from a handful of women, I decided to share my experience via the podcast. So if you are not a vagina owner and or do not have a period, this episode may not be as relevant for you. You can still totally tune in. Um, You may learn a thing or two and be able to help the vagina owners in your life. Or you can feel free to catch up on prior episodes of the pod. Before we dive into today's chat, I want to share that this podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp, and GTB listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash bird. You maybe have heard of BetterHelp. It's customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You all know I'm a huge advocate for therapy, and it's something we talk about a lot on GTB. I'm lucky that I have a long-standing therapist who I meet with regularly, but that was not always the case. I remember before having decent insurance that I had to stop going to therapy because it was so costly out of pocket. Luckily, BetterHelp is way more affordable than what I was paying. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There are a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally depending upon where you are located. So if you're looking into affordable therapy options and you're open to online, check out betterhelp.com slash bird for 10% off your first month of therapy. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash bird. All right, now let's get to the good stuff. I first want to start out by explaining what the heckity heck periods and menstrual cups have to do with GTB. If you were to ask me like a year ago, I'd say there's no connection, but more recently I've realized that talking about periods and taking care of our bodies on and off our periods is really a way of standing up against internalized patriarchal ideologies about our bodies, like the ones that say our bodies are only relevant when they exist within a specific framework or when they exist to serve and please others. This idea is something I chatted a little bit about in episode 16, Body Image and Self-Objectification. And really, one of my big goals with GTB is to encourage bodily autonomy, which is just the right to governance over our own bodies, being able to make decisions for our own health and body. Um, I think there's so much shame around having a period, despite the fact that the period is literally what allows the world to keep turning by continually producing new generations of humans. (laughs) Um, So I think talking about periods and menstrual cups is just another way to give the bird to societal expectations because... Society so often makes people who get periods feel like it's a hush-hush, like embarrassing, gross thing, and that we shouldn't talk about it, right? Like, put your tampon up your sleeve. Don't let anybody know that you're going to go change it. But a huge part of the global population bleeds about once a month, so we should probably talk more about it. So 
that's how and why I think periods and menstrual cups are relevant to give them a bird. So I want to take you back to when I first heard about menstrual cups from my friend and colleague, Brianna. Um, shout out Bri. I've mentioned her before on the podcast. I will not lie to you. When I first heard about menstrual cups, again, I think because of like societal ideas around around periods, I was pretty grossed out. Like I'm not a huge fan of blood and I, I just didn't really want to get to know my lady bits that well. Like I wasn't, it wasn't something that I cared about. And tampons are really all that I ever knew, and using a menstrual cup just seemed super inconvenient compared to tampons. Fast forward three years from first hearing about menstrual cups, more, which was more recently, I was listening to Dr. Tori's Half Crunch Mama Doc podcast, and she was talking about why she made the switch from tampons to a menstrual cup. And honestly, I think it was just good timing because I've really been thinking more about my menstrual cycle. Um... Some backstory, I recently stopped taking the pill for some personal reasons, and I just started to get really curious about my hormones and how they affect my mood and fitness and everything. Um, I've also been thinking a little bit more about using sustainable household products. Um, I am by no means a queen of sustainability. I There are so many other things that I could do that I'm working on, but again, it's something that I'm trying to get better at. Honestly, I just like think I'm on this track of living intuitively. You know, I'm talk about eating intuitively a lot and exercising intuitively and I just full-on want to know what my body needs and I want to be able to listen to it so when I heard Dr. Tori say hey do this I was like okay doc I'll do it so I actually took the menstrual cup quiz that's in the half crunch mama doc Instagram bio Tori had texted it to me and my suggested cup based on like my activity level and some other factors was the hello cup I will say there are, you guys, there's a ton of different companies that sell menstrual cups out there. So I highly encourage you to do your research and figure out which one might work best for you. You can definitely go to the Half Crunch Mama Doc Instagram page and click on the link in the bio and then take the quiz that way. So let's talk a little bit more about why I switched from tampons to a menstrual cup. The main reason was because of all the talk around the chemicals and harmful health impacts of tampons. Um, that I had heard about in the past, but again, it just wasn't something that I was, I didn't care about um, working on that part of my health when I first heard about these potential chemicals and harmful impacts. I have since learned that some of these claims are sort of wishy-washy and potentially more based in fear. So I don't really want to rattle any of them off and spread potentially false information. So I do want to encourage you to do your own research and decide for yourself However, the Hello Cup is made from top-notch materials. It doesn't contain any BPAs, no heavy metals, no rubber, no latex. And the colors, which I love the colors, it's actually one of the reasons I was like, oh, I really like the Hello Cup. I feel like if I hadn't jived so well with their colors and their language and just the personality of the brand, I don't think I would have like purchased one of their products. I would have just gone on to a different one. But anywho, colors are super cute. And they are certified food grade and they comply with FDA standards. So regardless of what chemicals are or are not in tampons, there aren't any in the Hello Cup. So you don't have to worry about them. And that might be the same for other menstrual cups as well. Again, do your research um, because I didn't look into any other ones besides the Hello Cup. And I haven't had to since my experience has been so pleasant. So beyond chemicals, there is definitely the slight risk for toxic shock syndrome with tampons due to the potential bacterial buildup. And with the cup, that doesn't happen. 
Um, tampons also can dry out the vagina because they absorb all the liquidy substances up there, but a menstrual cup simply catches the fluid, so you don't have to worry about vaginal dryness as much. I will say this is definitely something I noticed upon switching. However, I got off hormonal birth control around the same time as switching to the menstrual cup, and the pill is known for causing dryness, so it's hard to know which was the culprit, either tampons or the pill or both. But either way, I haven't experienced the same dryness when using the cup, which makes the insertion and removal process much more smooth, which we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. The other main reason I switched to a menstrual cup was for sustainability. Um, I'm going to drop some numbers on you here, and I think that they're really important because it just puts it puts how sustainable a cup is and how non-sustainable tampons and other single-use period products are. It puts it into perspective. So a single menstrual cup can last anywhere from six months to 10 years. That's according to Google. <laughs> I literally just Googled it. The Hello Cup in particular, they say that it will last an average of five years, correlating to about seven cups in your quote-unquote period lifetime. Seven cups is equivalent to an average of 14 fucking thousand, 14,000 single-use tampons and pads. Think about that. One or seven cups is equivalent to 14,000 tampons. And those tampons and pads, they end up in our landfill in our oceans, right? Um, and the cup doesn't. So the cup has already saved 200 million tampons and pads from landfills, and they're aiming to prevent 1 billion, 1 billion, 1 billion dollars, <laughs> 1 billion tampons and pads by 2025. So overall, it really seemed like a simple switch that I could do to help me be a little bit more kind to Mama Earth. So aside from the sustainability there's also a huge cost savings with it. I shouldn't say huge, but there is some cost saving. Um, so with the 10% off code that you can use, the Hello Cup costs $30, which doesn't include shipping. I'm not sure what other cups cost, but I'm guessing that those that are um, similar in terms of how they're made, they're around $30. So a cup is 30 bucks, and a single box of the tampons I was buying was at least $7. Um, so I didn't do the math, but I don't think I need to to know that I'm going to be saving money because if I can use one cup for five years for $30, I know that I'm going to buy more than five boxes of tampons in five years. Like I buy more than one box of tampons a year. So um, I know that affordability too is something that I was thinking about. I don't think like it's a necessarily a huge cost savings, but over time it does add up. But yeah, the, the two main things were... Um, just kind of thinking about my overall female health and then mostly, again, the sustainability feature was really important to me. Okay, so the info you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Let's get the usage details. I'm, I'm going to keep it really real here. So just so you know, um, I want to I be honest and give you full disclosure. If there's things that I don't answer that you would like to know more about, please know that you can always DM me. Like I very much am an open book, especially in regards to this. So let's take it back to my first day using the menstrual cup. It was rough. Yep, I'm not gonna lie, it was rough. Honestly, it reminded me of my first time using a tampon. Like it took me back to like the fifth or sixth grade when I was getting ready for a volleyball game and I had my period. And I remember you, I put on my spandex and you could like see my bulging pad through my spandex. And a friend and classmate of mine, Josie, she actually coached me through inserting a tampon. Um, we were in 
the high school girls locker room. She coached me through it. I remember what stall I was in. Like I, I can see her through the crack in the stall. Like I remember it all. And it was extremely uncomfortable, right? It took me several tries. Um, and ultimately I didn't put it in all the way and it wasn't fun. And there were multiple times after that, that I didn't put it in all the way and it wasn't fun. And I remember, because I was on the city squad, so I didn't actually play much volleyball. But I remember like sitting on the bench and I could just like feel that this tampon was not in my vagina. And I remember thinking like, you can probably see this sticking out of my vagina right now. I should have just worn a fucking pad. But anywho, my first time putting in a period or my first time putting in a tampon, that's exactly how it was with my menstrual cup, I feel like. And I think one of the reasons it was difficult to insert was because of the vaginal dryness that I was experiencing. So if this is the same or relatable for you, they do recommend getting the cup wet to help ease with the insertion. So just keep that in mind. Another reason I think I struggled with inserting it so much was because I was super fucking tense. Like this new foreign object was being inserted into my vagina and I I was nervous about it. Like it was, I was nervous. It looks big. When you look at the cup, I'm literally looking at it right now. When you look at the cup, it looks big. And so it was kind of nerve, it was nerve wracking to put it in there. So I think relaxing into it is super important. Um, When it comes to like how you insert it, there's a couple different like methods or folds that you can use. There's the, I think they call it a C fold where you basically like squish the cup and then fold it in half. This isn't necessarily the one that the Hello Cup recommends in it. It wasn't going in my vagina. I tried the C-fold and it wasn't entering my vagina. So the one that Hello Cup recommends is called a shallow punch fold. And they have a really good tutorial that I plan to share on my page this week. But essentially, you make a small shallow fold on one side of the cup. If you hold it with your middle finger and your thumb and then take your pointer finger and like push down on one side to make a shallow fold and then squeeze with your thumb and middle finger, you get this like... It looks like a little scooper, like a small little scoop. So then once you fold it, you can insert it. And then once it's in there, it just like pops open on its own. A couple people had asked me if it was painful. And aside from the struggle that I experienced, because I think like you have to get the angle right. So it was a lot of learning about the angle of my vagina because everybody's canal is unique we are all unique beings just like our the our external appearance is unique so is our internal layout so I had to kind of learn what worked best for me in terms of the angle but it it didn't hurt at all like when you're inserting it it doesn't hurt Um, I'll talk in a little bit when you're pulling it out it doesn't hurt so I think it's helpful to remember like it's not actually painful and so if you know that going into it I think you might be a little bit more relaxed because I was like this shit's gonna hurt Um, And so I think that also caused me to tense up a bit. However, that being said, my first few attempts at insertion, they were not enjoyable. Um, They were slightly painful. I think it was just uncomfortable and like frustrating. So that's, it led me to cry a little bit. I don't want to deter you from using it because I I have a low pain tolerance. I'm just going to be honest. But the reason why it hurt a little bit was because I would get it like partially inserted into my vagina and then I would loosen up my grip and like let go of the fold and the cup would pop open and like pop out of my vagina and kind of like scrape the opening of my vagina a little bit. However, after day one, this didn't happen. Like I felt like once I figured out how far in it needed to be and all of that, um, I was fine. Like even day two, I didn't experience that again, which was 
was very nice. I'm glad I didn't have to experience that multiple times. Um, another thing about the Hello Cup, it has like a smooth rounded edge, which I think makes the insertion process easier. Again, I've never used any other cups. Keep that in mind. But just when I look at it, again, the edge is like really smooth and kind of rounded, which it doesn't, again, this word is like kind of cringy when you put it with your vagina, but it doesn't look like it's going to scrape because it's rounded and smooth. So just keep that in mind. So day one, I got it in and it definitely was not far enough up there. Just like the first time I used a tampon and the second and the third and the fifth time I used a tampon, it wasn't far enough up there. So a good way to know, like you, you're really going to have to get all up in there. I'm just going to let you know. Um, you really shouldn't be able to feel the stem when you wipe. And I could the first day. I remember I wiped um, after going to the bathroom and I felt the stem and I texted my friend Bree and I was like, hey, am I supposed to feel the stem? And she's like, no, girl, you got to get it farther up there. Again, just like if it's not up there far enough with a tampon, you can kind of feel it when you're sitting. And the same thing is with the menstrual cup. It's not painful. It's just like that uncomfortable feeling. So again, you got to get it up there. Um, and once you do, you cannot feel it. Like I, at least I couldn't. Just like sometimes when I have a tampon and I'm like, do I still have a tampon in or did I take it out? Like, cause you can't feel it. Same thing with the cup. I couldn't feel it once it was in there, like in there properly. Okay, so let's talk about the removal process my first day. First things first, one cool thing about a menstrual cup is that I, you can actually leave it in for up to 12 hours if you don't have a super heavy period, which I personally don't. So on the first day, I left it in like all day. I ended it up I ended up taking it out in the shower that night, which was recommended to me by several peeps who um, were are more experienced with using a cup. They told me that it would be a way to help reduce the mess just in case like I angled the cup while I was pulling it out and it dribbled somewhere. <laughs> um, so the first time I took it out in the shower, this was a bit of a struggle for me. Um, I actually yelled out to Tyler, who was like in the kitchen. I was like, babe, it's not coming out. And I like to think that he like sprinted into the bathroom, you know, to come help me pull this thing out of my vagina. But he probably like, it was a casual walk, like laughing, eye rolling. And he like walked in and he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Um, so yeah, I literally thought that it was stuck in me. Like I thought, that's it. I'm going to have to go to the doctor. Like they're going to have to stick something else up there. But now I know that <laughs> it's basically like a dead end street up there. So your cup's not going anywhere. Like it's, it's not going to get sucked into your cervix. Um, during the course of the day though, your cervix can move up and down. And because the cup basically suctions to your cervix, again, in a very comfortable, non-painful way, it can move up and down with it. So now I know that you really have to break the seal. You have to break the suction between the cervix and the cup before pulling it out. Before I was just like tugging on the stem and I couldn't grip it, like it wasn't moving because, I don't know, I have a really strong connection between a cup and my cervix, I guess. <laughs> so the best way to remove the cup is to actually pinch just above the stem and then pull versus just pulling the stem on its own. Because the first time I was yanking, like it didn't hurt at all, but I was yanking on it and it just was not moving. I will say that now I have found that some days I do have to like push a little bit, almost like if I'm going number two. This just helps the cup move down a bit, which makes it a little bit um, like closer to reach. So a little bit, little bit better to reach the stem. But once you grab just above the stem and you break the seal, just relax. Again, the more tense you are, 
just like the insertion process, the less likely anything is getting into or out of your vagina. So again, just remember that it's not going to hurt and it's not stuck. Just relax and breathe and do it a little bit. Like, I don't know, maybe play some calming music or I don't know, get into a mindful headspace. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Another tip that I've learned, I didn't read it online and nobody told me about it, but one thing that I found works best for me is to think about refolding the edge of the cup before completely pulling it out. So basically kind of like you're reversing the fold that you used to get it in. So as you're pulling it out, um, I'm going to give you like a verbal demonstration. Think about holding the cup with your thumb and your middle finger and squeeze and then fold the sides inward and almost around your thumb using your pointer and ring finger. So again, for me, this was just a little bit more comfortable than pulling it out and letting it like pop open on its own and then risking like scraping again the edges, edge of my vagina opening and everything. Um, Yeah, so overall, that was the day one. It was the day one process was a bit of a learning curve. I think one little tip I would say too is it might be best to on your first day with your cup, use it on a day when you know you're going to be at home all day. My second period was a breeze with it. Like I put it in comfortably while sitting on the toilet, just like I do with tampons. I took it out while I was on the toilet, just like with tampons. I do sometimes still have a hard time getting it fully open in my vagina, but I've learned that if once you get it up there, if you twist it and like tug on the stem just a little bit, that can help like it suction to your cervix. So when I'm able to do that, it's fine. And I never experienced any leaking. That was another common question I got. I never experienced any leaking with it. Again, keep in mind my period is not super heavy. But that can happen if it doesn't fully open or if the size you have is too small. So keep that in mind. Make sure that you twist and tug a little bit. And then Hello Cup in particular, they have a size quiz on their website. So again, if you do go with Hello Cup, you can take that quiz But something to keep in mind, if you do find that you have a heavier flow, make sure that you're really sealing that sucker in there. So that was the um, insertion, the extraction, and some tidbits. The cleaning process is super freaking simple. You can buy, I think, like sanitization tablets or what I've chosen to do after my period I just boil my Hello Cup in water for like three minutes and you're good to go. I have never, I haven't yet had to take my cup out in public, which like if you're in public you and you're in a stall, you may not have the option to like run water over it in between emptying it. I don't do that at home though. Like I literally just empty it and then I put it back in. However, I think if you want to, you can like wipe it off with some toilet paper or just reinsert again, like, like what I choose to do. So yeah, that's it. Those are the details. The, the lovely, more than you probably asked for, maybe more than you were expecting details. Some big, some big tips that I want to re-encourage, especially for inserting, inserting, that was very unpronunciated, get it wet, relax, just relax. Remember, it's not really going to hurt. Um, it's uncomfortable, so it's fine if you're tense. Like, again, it's a new foreign object. Maybe if I had, like, birthed a child, I'd be a little bit more comfortable with things going up and in and around my vagina but um, just try to remember to relax really get it up there again you shouldn't feel the stem when you're wiping and once you get it up there twist it and pull it a little just to help make sure that it's completely popped open and it's like suctioned to your cervix and they have bonded so those are my big tips for inserting 
for taking it out again relax um, really important to break the seal by squeezing just above the stem and then pull and do that little refold trick that I mentioned when you're getting near the opening of your vagina your vagina um, I think that's really that was really helpful for me so overall I've it's weird I've really enjoyed the process of switching to a cup I for one, I think it's like, there's totally a menstrual cup community. Like the amount of women that were like, hell yeah, girl. Or just like, yay, you know, you're part of the club now. I don't know. I think it's kind of a community thing, which is nice. But for me, it's been really empowering just to know that I'm using the cup and I'm getting to know my body a little bit better, that I'm caring about what I'm putting in my vagina a little bit more. Again, whether or not tampons have these harmful chemicals my vagina and my body feels better using a cup and I also just feel really really good about being a little bit greener and being more sustainable it doesn't seem like a huge thing but over time it adds up right it's like that compound effect so highly highly encourage using a menstrual cup I would love to hear from more vagina owners about the tips and tricks that you have learned to help make the switch from a single-use period product to menstrual cups as smooth as possible so feel free to DM me. Um, I think the more like tips and tricks and info that we can share with, with people that are maybe on the fence about using a cup or are nervous about it, um, the better. You know, the more you know, the more comfortable you typically feel. So as I mentioned, please do your own research. Absolutely find a brand that works best for you and your needs. Again, you can go to the Half Crunched Mama Doc Instagram page, click the link in her bio, and you can take the menstrual cup quiz. If you think the Hello Cup is the best option for you and your body, you can visit hellocup.com and use code HelloHaley for 10% off at checkout. I, I will let you know, I get like three bucks from you using the code, which is super cool, but let's be real, I care way more about you finding a cup that best fits you. Um, so you do you. I'm not really in it. I'm not in it for the money. I just think it's cool like that I can provide a slight discount for people in order to incentivize using the cup because I think it's a really good option. You can also get to the Hello Cup page from my Instagram. So you can just click the link in my bio and then um, click the Hello Cup link there. You will still have to enter Hello Haley for 10% off. So it's not like a specific link. It's just gonna take you to their website and then enter that code for 10% off at checkout. So there you have it, folks, the ins and outs of my menstrual cup experience thus far. If you have any other questions, please reach out to me on my Instagram at Give em the Bird Podcast. And if you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. I will see you back here in two weeks for another episode, but in the meantime, go give them the bird. <laughs>